A few weeks ago, I travelled to Israel, along with more than 30 other Jewish leaders and activists, for a meeting at the President of Israel's home at his invitation, to discuss a problem that is increasingly threatening the future of Jewish identity and of the State of Israel. The problem I'm referring to is the increasing divide between different groups of Jews, particularly, but not exclusively, over the subject of Israel and the direction it has taken under the premiership of Benjamin Netanyahu. The sponsor of the meeting was a group called Our Common Destiny, which is funded by a philanthropic organization called the Genesis Philanthropic Foundation. This foundation was founded by a Russian Jewish oligarch called Mikhail Friedman, who is a proud Jew and a strong supporter of Israel, despite being completely unobservant and without any meaningful Jewish education. Some years ago, the Genesis Foundation came up with the idea of the Genesis Prize, a kind of Jewish Nobel Prize described on its website as follows. And here I quote, The Genesis Prize fosters Jewish identity, inspires Jewish pride, and strengthens the bond between Israel and the diaspora. The annual $1 million award celebrates Jewish talent and achievement by honoring individuals for their professional accomplishments, commitment to Jewish values, and contribution to improving the world." End quote. The first laureate of the Genesis Prize is Michael Bloomberg, former mayor of New York, fabulously wealthy businessman, that was in 2014. The second, Hollywood star Michael Douglas, that was 2015. The third, world-famous violinist Yitzhak Perlman, that was 2016, and so on. In any event, in 2018, the prize committee nominated Natalie Portman to receive the prize. She's a Hollywood actress. And initially, she accepted. But when she heard that Benjamin Netanyahu was going to be presenting the prize, she pulled out, citing her, and I quote, distress at recent events in Israel. Michal Friedman was shocked by this development and decided he wanted to launch a project that would prevent such a thing from happening. And this was the catalyst that led to the launch of our common destiny. The vision is nothing short of utopian, to the point actually of being fantasy. And the road to Xanadu is laden with potholes and boulders, but nevertheless, the idea is wonderful and it is worth celebrating. We are all Jews, and surely we can find enough that we share in common so that we don't need to use differences between us to act as a wedge to keep us completely apart. The question we need to ask is this. What is it that we share in common to the exclusion of anything that might keep us apart? And then, how can we use that commonality as a platform to keep us together in all circumstances so that we can be strong together rather than weaker as a disparate collection of unconnected parts. Anyway, many years ago, I heard the apocryphal story of the creation of a tomb of the unknown soldier in Israel. Sometime after the creation of the state, the Prime Minister of Israel approached the Director General of the Ministry of Defense to discuss the creation of a tomb of the unknown soldier. Every other country has a tomb of the unknown soldier that plays a central role on Memorial Day and military events, he said, and it is important for Israel to have one too. The Director General of the Ministry of Defense called in one of his senior officials and tasked him with the job of creating a tomb of the unknown soldier. And some months went by, 
Invitations went out to the president, the prime minister, members of Knesset, government officials, foreign diplomats, senior military personnel. You are cordially invited to the unveiling of the tomb of the unknown soldier on such and such a date. Anyway, the day arrives and everyone takes their seats at the designated location on Mount Herzl. The Ministry of Defense official goes up to the podium and begins his address. Morai Brabotai, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you to the unveiling of the tomb of the unknown soldier Chaim Shlapowarski. Chaim Shlapowarski was a very great man, a brilliant economist, a first-class historian, a wise philosopher, a profound scholar, a wonderful orator. As he's speaking, the director of the Ministry of Defence is turning every colour under the sun. Unable to contain himself, he rushes up to the podium and whispers into the official's ear, What in heaven's name are you doing? This is the tomb of the unknown soldier. Why are you talking about Chaim Shlapowarski? The official looks at him quizzically. What do you mean? You asked me to create a tomb of the unknown soldier. Chaim Shlapowarski was a great man, a brilliant economist, a first-class historian, a wise philosopher, a profound scholar, wonderful art. As a soldier, he was unknown. In my many experiences around the Jewish community and with Jews all around the world, I have met many Chaim Shlapowarskis. They are all brilliant in their fields, whether they are in business, or in Hollywood, or in academia, or in politics. They write books, they make films, they make money, they run governments and much else. But as a Jew, they are often unknown. On Yom Kippur, we need to reconnect to the Jew in us. Drop everything else, because it is the Jew in us that we all share in common. And that is what we need to put front and center, to the exclusion of anything that might keep us all apart. That is the commonality that we can use as a platform to keep us together in all circumstances, making us strong together instead of being weaker as a disparate collection of unconnected parts.